Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joseph? Yes, sir. A few months ago, I, oh, maybe eight months ago now, I ran across the picture of Richie Allen, Dick Allen, in the dugout. Uh, with the heater on the lip, because mm-hmm. as I say, I've always been impressed and really envied the guy who could keep the do his work mm-hmm. while he had the heater on the lip, right? They, right. You know, there'd be a guy working on your house, pounding or, in yeah, right. boards, and they'd always have the boards. heater on the oh, lip. Yeah. Boards. You got to pound I, in boards. I saw a movie the other day from Australia, I think at Mystery Road. That the guy is like the world champion, put it on the lip while he's shooting people. Kind of, oh, yeah. You know, and then have yeah. the long just, ash, just, too. Just, just fantastic. <laughs> so this Sports Illustrated cover from back in the day with Richie Allen, I think this is when he was with the White Sox, juggling baseballs, uh, walking through the dugout before a game. He's got three baseballs juggling. He's got the cigarette on his lip back when baseball was baseball and they all smoked, right? Yep. So I made that my avatar on Twitter, you know, my picture on Twitter. Sad to report, Dick Allen died uh-huh. just uh, this morning. Oh, uh, really? Just man. just hit Twitter about uh, 20 minutes ago, and it was sent out by his family. And usually it's sent out by the T Phillies or right. something. Sent out by his family. And you know where he was from? No. Uh, I think it's Pennsylvania. Wampum. Oh, yeah. Wampum? What a great name for Wampum. a slugger like him, right? A Wampum. <laughs> How old was he? Uh, 1942, born, so 78, maybe. 78, I'd guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Look at the ash uh, on that thing, too, Pat. Oh, yeah. He's got yeah, the long ash good. going on that. Oh, yeah. just... And he was the all-time bleep you, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. He mm-hmm. was Albert Bell before Albert Bell <laughs> with... With more skill, with more mm-hmm. ability. Should be a Hall of Famer, really. Oh, really? But his first big league manager was our friend Gene Mock. Mm-hmm. And he told some uh, he told some stories about it. One night we were out having cocktails and at dinner, and uh, he got going. I don't know if you were there, but he got going on when he had, he had Richie Allen uh, as a rookie, and he also had another great player the same year, when he, Don Money, who was a hell of a player. And uh, Don Money was like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Easy to get along with, gamer guy. And Richie was like, Richie disappeared, I think he said, during his rookie year. 
and he went off and uh, got himself some uh, chemicals, and they made up some excuse about some injury he had. And Mock said that when he they found him like two weeks later, and when he came back, he was down like twenty pounds and looked scrawny as hell. And uh, and they they got him on protein and built him back up. And uh, he was a fantastic player. They there there was some thought that. He was going to get voted into the Hall of Fame with this one of these three veteran committees they have going, like last month when they were going to meet, but they pushed uh, the whole meeting back till uh, to uh, next uh, next uh, next year. They didn't have it because of the pandemic this year. So uh, if, if if indeed that happens, he would not. Uh, he would obviously not be aware, but uh, we don't know what killed him. Another uh, story that Mock told me was Drysdale, you know, was the meanest SOB that ever lived. Mm-hmm. And Richie Allen was a rookie tearing it up. And he became Dick. He wanted to be known as Dick a few years later because he mm-hmm. kind of fit his personality. And uh, <laughs> and also he thought Richie was childish, you know, which you can't argue with him. But... Drysdale's going to face him for the first time, and, and he's tearing up the league, Richie Allen. And I think the hitter ahead of him was – he was in the on-deck circle, and the hitter ahead of him was Wes Covington, I think, who had later ended up – who had been with the Braves and was with the Phillies then. And, Ma, and Drysdale made sure that he caught Richie Allen's eye, right? Mm-hmm. And he glared at him. Drysdale did. And then he threw it at Wes Covington's head. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and knocked, sent him sprawling in the, and then he got the ball back and rubbed it down and stared at Richie Allen again. And Mock said, "Richie Allen stood in the back of the batter's box for the rest of his <laughs> for the rest of his career against Drysdale, because <laughs> Drysdale, of course, sidearm and right hander, oh. and then uh, he could have uh, done a lot of damage to him." I think this would be the second time we played this. July thirty first, nineteen seventy two. Pat, I know you remember this fondly. Dick Allen hits two inside the park. Home runs yes. off Burt Blylevin. Yes. He's got this one in line to center. Dialing over, and he falls down. <laughs> Ball bounces over him, goes back to the screen. Two runs will score. Allen is coming to third. They're waving him in. Come on, Dick, an inside the park home run. He's got it. I think it was Blylevin. He terrific curveball. I knew it's going to take a... Uh, he was still tracking the ball down. Had to take a perfect throw to get me at home. So I wind up being safe. And again, I don't know if Burke was insisting on the same pitch, same uh, two times in one game. I'd done my running for the year. <laughs> <laughs> the best, though, is on the first inside the park home run, the play at the plate was close. Okay. And you could see him start to raise his elbow, like, I'm going to knock him over. <laughs> over. Uh, who was the uh, center fielder who uh, oh. dived for it and didn't get it? Let me see if I can it find that. Say, uh, 72? Yeah, 1972. I thought he said... Uh, July 31st, 72. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Baseball encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Would have been Bobby Darwin? Ah, uh, that's a distinct possibility. He was uh, Bobby was a very strong young man who should have never been required to play center field. Although he uh, he did uh, well, he did. Here were your outfielding options on the '72 roster. Well, you got you could find a box score probably. What's the date? Just look on base. Okay. Twins. Yeah, it looks like it was Bobby. It looks like it was Bobby looks Darwin. Like Bobby Darwin. Yeah. Okay. Charlie well, Manuel was on that team. 
There was another fellow who was a little challenged in the field. He played left field sometimes, and uh, was uh, that was the last year, '72. Uh, the next year, DH came to town. Oh, really? The next year we had a DH. Are yes. we going to have that in the National League in 2021? Uh, something's going on here. Baseballs. They have just started now to negotiate with the players about what changes might be required wow. in the face of the pandemic, financially, and uh, and. All that good stuff. So they're gonna they're gonna end up being fighting right down to the finish line, just like the NHL is right now with their players. So. That Dick Allen smoking reminded me that I stumbled on YouTube with uh, two things: a Morley Safer is that his name? Morley yes, Safer, yes, sixty minute interview with Jackie Gleason, which was <laughs> Jackie's pounding him right, pound five packs a day. <laughs> <laughs> At least he was skinny. Wow. No, he wasn't skinny. I know. He was yeah. better. And then another one I found was him showing off his gold-plated golf cart down in Florida, and he had gold-plated mm. clubs. And he was never seen without a heater, to my knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Never wow. seen without a heater. And Died at the age of 71. Really? Made it mm-hmm. to 71? Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he basically made America aware of Miami Beach. I think he, so. He because he started, he liked it, went down there, and he started doing his shows from down there and from beautiful Miami Beach, Florida. Mm-hmm. And everybody says, I got to go down there. Before that, it was just kind of a Jewish enclave for, uh, you know, the down in those dumpy old hotels. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it became a tourist attraction a lot because of Jackie Gleason. The, uh, and he owned uh, Inverary, or had a part ownership of it. Oh, is that right? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I tell you, I thought that guy was funny. Oh, me too. Now, me too. If, if I think if the Me Too movement looks back at uh, some of those early shows, they might not uh, like it, but... Uh, you know, different No, time. he kept threatening to send Alice to the moon. <laughs> oh, yes, he did. But uh, what a crew. And have you ever seen the first year they had different, the wives, the wives, Alice and Tootsie, wasn't it? Or Toot, mm-hmm. uh, what was it, Tootsie? Uh, I think so. Uh, Norton's wife were different. They had different wives. Oh, really? They, I did not they, know that. And they changed them both, yeah. And they got uh, one of the Meadows sisters. Which one was it? Audrey? Audrey. Audrey or there's mm-hmm. two of them. And then uh, I can't remember, but they uh, they were they were pretty. Uh, what do you think they spent? There are high schools in Minnesota who spend more on their set. Yes, <laughs> yes. Than the, than the honeymooners did oh. when they were. You know, they had a kitchen. We never even got upstairs to Norton's, did we? No, no, they hell Looked no. out the oh, window right. and said Norton, and then they. We came don't have down. that in the budget, and we never saw the bedroom either. We just nope. saw the the, right. the one room kitchen. My mom did not like that show. Hit a little cl- too close to home. <laughs> red, red. I think Red and Jackie were the same character, and and Grandma Teresa, you know, was uh, very soft spoken, and oh. she uh, she didn't really care for that one because it was too close to home. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh. what was Red? Who was Red Patton down in the basement? Uh, that was Grayson. Grayson. That was Grayson. Cat. George, wh- what are you doing down there, George? I'm petting Grayson. <laughs> As Grayson is weaving in and between Grandma Teresa's feet upstairs. <laughs> We'd go over to their house and for a family, he had a pool table in the basement, um, and then he had Cheech and Chong records. Okay. So I'm sure he'd go down there, smoke some hooch, 
And because he was growing it in the backyard. Uh, well, he just, wouldn't let you cut the grass. Right? That was my brother Steve. Oh. Steve, I want you to cut all these weeds, but don't cut these over here. I've got I got a flower bed. So he was uh, he was uh, enough of an expert on it to dry it and, uh, uh, and yes, do yeah, his he own? was. And this was right behind Homecroft School. You know, the, the pedestrian bridge to home. They lived on Worcester, just down from the Mancini's, and it was oh. in the backyard in the weeds. And Steve, don't cut these. I got. And Steve was no dummy. At least he... we know that as a music, magician, a musician traveling basically the country, at least the Midwest, that he never strayed from his marital vows. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, not you know, a, he was none gonna, of those guys back then. He was going to write a. He was going to write a book, <laughs> so he recorded some audio tapes. Yes. And I was I was just going to listen to the tapes to see what I could find, and I hit play once and. She had big knockers and she had the clap, so I had to go and get like, oh my god! I had, to, I, had to hide that from my yeah, grandma. I, I didn't give that to Judith. I didn't, Mom. Mom, you're going to be really proud of him on this one. Now. This yeah. is what I found. I, please tell me you've got those tapes. I have those tapes. All right. I have all but those what tapes. happened? Did this? Oh did this God. dissuade Grandpa or oh. not? The, you know, I, I, what won, the clap or the big damn I knockers? think Grandpa continued to oh. roll the dice as we said. <laughs> God, my Grandma Teresa is a saint. She is just, oh. uh, she put up with so much. Why are we going out to fire escape? Uh, you know, they would be in Chicago or New York and going out to fire escape at the hotel. Not to pay the hotel. Not to pay the hotel. <laughs> I'm proud of that. That's funny now. How the hell she ever hook up with him? Uh, Winona. Winona. Her her brother, Al, married my grandpa Red's uh, sister, Lil. So it was all small town Winona stuff. They were all full blooded Polish people. So she married him early before he. Yes, got, and I'm, I'm not sure the, why uh, yeah. they got, I mean, or yeah. got a wedding right away. I'm not sure how that works uh, out. But was, he an acc- was he an acclaimed drummer? Yes. Yeah, Chet was- Atkins told uh, Keeler that uh, uh, no matter all the drummers that he met, nobody kept better time than Red. Hmm. Wow. And, uh, what was Red's maid, uh, name? George Elmer Maddock. Maddock, Which, yeah, of Red course... Maddock. When my Uncle Gail could not fill in for my baptism, they had my grandpa fill in, uh-huh. and the priest said, what is your name? And he goes, George Elmer Maddock. And it's supposed to be, you know, Matthew Robert Mikulski. <laughs> <laughs> so he you quite, almost were named George Elmer. I was almost George Elmer Maddock. He didn't quite get what was going on there, but... Uh, well, he, was, he might have been. He might have missed church while, you know, sometime he got those Saturday night gigs, he might have missed mass on yeah, Sunday. And, uh, or just went straight there. You know, my Grandma Teresa was a pretty much, she was a beautiful lady. She was a petite lady. She was very elegant. And uh, so she didn't take a lot for her to get a little, she gets two beers in her and she's, uh, you know, she's walking up the hill, yeah. walking sideways. And uh, I think it was at the manor where they got up Remember from the, the table. Remember the manor? Wow. Yeah, he, I do. They played yeah. at the manor and. She got up from the table and she she fell down. Mm-hmm. And of course, Red, not running to her aid, runs up to her and goes, One, two, three. <laughs> I mean, of, you know, he's always going for the entertainment. I think, did he do a rim shot when she fell? Yeah. Over? <laughs> yeah, rim shot with the sticks up and then yeah. number one, two. God oh, almighty. Jimmy Masici, they're at the St. Paul Hotel, I think it was. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, they caught the rat. They caught the rat. 
So they were kicked out immediately. They, he said that in the uh, living or the dining room. Oh, Jimmy, God. they caught the rat. Don't worry about it anymore. <laughs> they promptly walked him out oh, God. of the gig. So he was an agitator. Uh, yes, he was he, in the needle. He yeah. liked to give people the needle. What uh, what was it though? Was it what what was the variety of music? I thought he was jazz, but he, uh, he was he was jazz. He uh, uh, and you know his thing was my I was five. My dad gave me a drum and told me to beat it. But they had a they had a family uh, uh, band. John Kowski told that joke somewhere along right, the yeah, line, right? Exactly. <laughs> but he would go and then he'd sit outside and um, he would you know he would watch these guys play inside and then he got a chance to go in and then once he played he loved it and they were throwing him pennies so the first time he did it his uh, his mom was against it um, but his dad said okay and then the first time he did that they were throwing him money and he came home with a handful of money so the next night his mom had him in his best Sunday dress and said you go back out there and <laughs> see what you can find you know those guys like my old man and you know obviously a different occupation Undertaker right. but uh I think not pre-TV, but limited TV, you know? Yeah. I think they had more fun because they had to come up with stuff. They had know? to do stuff. Yeah, oh, you're, they you're dreamed up their too. own stuff. Yeah, they had to do stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Henry would do, John. You know, your old man, had, they had some fun. Signs. Oh, signs. schemes. Magnetic <laughs> signs. <laughs> that will fall off your car at 20 miles an hour because yeah. of... <laughs> And there were no such things as pensions and stuff. They were always trying to come up with schemes, as you oh, say, yeah. to make money. You yeah. They had to get a little nest egg there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you... You know, if you got to be 65 and had no money, you were out of luck, baby. Done. There was nobody going to take Cadillac, care of you. That 76 Cadillac better yeah. hold out for you. He it. occasionally would point out a building to me and say woefully, I used to own that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah. Pat, they worked too hard to beat a 1-10 in 10 team. Oh, God, was that awful. Jeez Louise. It would have been, been the perfect game to cover. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, I don't, they don't bring me out for Viking games anymore, which is fine. But uh, it, you could have ripped both teams. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. You could have just absolutely savaged. Uh, What's with savaged the extra point missing? Uh, well, we all I know is Zim. Zim was so happy with his kicker. He wasn't willing to kick a field goal to win the game when he got to the half-inch line. <laughs> he, was, he was still too far away, Zim. Zim, Zim you know, oh. you're down at, you know, Dalvin has already fumbled once. He'd rather run Dalvin ten times than let this guy kick a 20-yard Zim, it's fourth field down. Well, let's yeah, yeah, see. Where are we? Zim, you got to love Zim, an old-fashioned coach. He's like an old hockey coach that hates goaltenders, you know. Mm -hmm. He hates kickers. He hates kickers and now punt returners and yep. our guy. How many kicking, games do they have left? Four. Uh, four yeah, they got uh, at Tampa, which has kind of gone in the tank. At the Saints, who don't have Breeze yet, and then uh, by the way, at get, the Saints they, on Christmas Day, don't they get the Bears and the Lions the last yep. two? Then I mean, you can't lose those. No, they go to, to the Bears after they play Tampa. Saints on Christmas Day, Lions to finish the season. When do we start playing an eighteen-game schedule? Uh, 17 next year, right? I'm I think sure. 17. Why well, aren't they 7-7 seven and seven right now? 6-6. Six and six. Six and oh, six. they're 6-6. Six six six. Six. Okay. there's seven teams in the playoffs this year, Joe. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, that 
right now they're the number seven team. And if things stay this way, they would play the Packers at Lambeau. Well, they can't advance if they played like they did yesterday. There's oh, no God, way. They were terrible. If they were playing anybody other than Jacksonville, maybe the Jets, but if they were playing anybody other than Jacksonville, they would have lost. This three-game homestand, which we declared to be one of the easiest in the history of the franchise, they lost to Dallas. Mm. They would have lost to Carolina if the Carolina coach wasn't a complete moron. And they tried mightily to lose to Jacksonville. You couldn't play much poorer, more poorly than they did on this three-game homestand. Oh, it's terrible. They were, you know, last week there was, you know, Cousins, Cousins again, his raw numbers is okay. He's got 110 passer rating, but... You know, he screwed up often enough to make it hard work, that's for sure. He He's good the, until he is. He yes. threw that ball to start the second half right to the guy from Jacksonville. And then Dalvin took the blame for not turning around sure. and looking. Yeah, sure. Okay, we got to do that. They're gonna have, Dal, Dalvin's going to be in intensive care within two more weeks. Oh, my so God, the 38 hits. yesterday. Bang, bang, bang. 38 yesterday carries uh, between mm. pass receptions and carries. 32 carries. And uh, six pass receptions. The running backs, they pay them once. You know, they give them the first contract. They pay them a second time, and then they beat the living crap out of them <laughs> if they're good because they don't care. Once they get 28 or 29, they're done. They, they're not going to get any more money. So Adrian scored a touchdown yesterday. Daddy, as the Bears worked very hard to kick that one away, I guess. Yeah, they, they lost it with about a minute or so to go to Detroit. Joe, hmm. uh, the New York Jets 0-11. Right. Right? Yep. And they're fighting Jacksonville to have the worst record in the NFL so they can draft Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, right? Mm-hmm. Who's supposed to be great. The quarterback. And so they run. They're going to win a game yesterday. <laughs> they run an all-out blitz. And the guy, they throw a 46-yard, Oakland throws, or L.A. Vegas, throws a 46-yard touchdown pass on the last play of the game. The guy's wide open. Today they fired the defensive coordinator. Why? They should have had a parade for him. They're now 0-12. They still can get the good quarterback. What are they mad at? As Chris Carter said, you gots to have a fall guy. Yeah, yeah. But why would they possibly fire him? Why is this controversial? Don't the Jets want to lose? I, Judd told me today that Jacksonville has the stink breaker. <laughs> In other words, they if they both tie, Jacksonville gets the number one pick because of the strength because they've played nobody. Oh, uh, so they they got to end up if they want Lawrence, they got to have a worse record. Wow! Don't you want to bring the Best quarterback in college football to New York when you're yes. terrible. So yes, it's kind of kind of goofy to say the least. So, anywho, maybe what Gay said was we just didn't play Jets football today. Yeah, you they, know, that's did. Why we they did play Jets, but that's football. what you're. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> will the Gophers play uh, at Nebraska? Yes, they will. Uh, Nebraska beat uh, Purdue in the overrated, overpaid Coach Bowl. Uh, uh, <laughs> Frost beat uh, Jeff Brom, both of them making a ton of money. I think even more than PJ's stealing. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so you mean Phil. Nebraska finally won a game. Yeah, Phil. Anyway, uh, yeah, they're going to play that one. They they now that they've, you know what though, if I was them, 
And the Big Ten offered you the option of playing Wisconsin rather than that crossover game next week. Mm-hmm. I'd take it because Wisconsin's terrible offensively now. Something they lost to Indiana, I saw. Yes, they didn't. They got six points. They scored six Ooh. points. The quarterback looks like a freshman, and they don't have a running back for the first time since the early 90s. And Nebraska's, they're letting fans in, right? Aren't they letting quite a few in? I don't know how many. I don't know how many. They, they, the way they've been playing, they probably don't want to let them in. They uh, might be a few boos for the uh, beloved corner. What was your uh, 60 Minutes tweet, by the way? I didn't because I saw a bunch of people tweeting about it. Oh, the Gophers? On uh, 60 they minutes? Were at, yeah, they had 15 minutes. On. Weren't they going after Coyle? Yeah, because he didn't. He didn't. He wouldn't. Uh, they saved one point three or one point one point six million six million dollars by, by cutting those. By cutting and out of forty five or fifty. But Coyle, the point is, Coyle wouldn't do an interview. He sent out a statement. Mm-hmm. What a wiener! Wow. They the, did you, you didn't happen to watch sixty minutes last night, did you, Joe? No. Because the start was some guy, thirty year old, greaseball who basically ripped off states and government groups yep. and private people for ventilators that he PPE. was going to millions of dollars of ventilators and stuff, which he didn't have. Right. Mm-hmm. And, it, and this guy's He on took there. the money, and then he went to go find the yeah, masks. Yeah, he didn't have this. Right. Man, not bad. Beyond masks, ventilators, right. the whole thing. And... Yeah, and he was doing an interview. He did an interview, but Coyle, who they put would have put on for thirty seconds, would not do it. He is. Uh, it reminded me of the Martin Short when uh, Martin Short did the fake sixty minutes, and he was <laughs> he was in the hot seat, and he had the glasses on, and he had the cigarette going, and they said, "Did you read the report?" Of course, I read the report. Why don't I read the report? I read the report all the time. It was just a total gotcha moment on that grease ball with you the know, We all talk about our favorite sixty. Uh, uh, Saturday Night Live characters, Martin Shorts. Way maybe up there. number one. Way the secret up there. Ice swimmer. Yeah, Secret no, Ice swimmer, the 60 no, Minutes guy. 60 Minutes. And did, I don't think, was he ever a regular or did he just make appearances? I think he was appearances. I don't think he was God, a, was a regular. He God, he was funny. But then he would do Jerry Lewis. Yeah. He was, <laughs> he was better than Jerry Lewis. <laughs> yes. I asked, or he was asked one time, how do you do Jerry Lewis? And he said, "You as if you have a lozenge in your mouth. <laughs> he's, he's just, I can't do an impersonation. He's just fabulous. Yeah, oh, the synchronized God. swimming bit was pretty good. Oh, well, God. His, but his <laughs> ability. I'm not a strong swimmer. He's <laughs> 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 got the life jacket on. <laughs> the pinch nose. That is probably my favorite skit ever oh there's 60 minutes and <laughs> yes. christopher guest was the coach right and then uh, yes. and then it was harry shear harry shear was harry shear and martin short <laughs> and it's now numbers. just it's just uh a political show every saturday right it's unfortunate yeah yeah well, they, they just don't have as funny of people as they no. used to have they'll no. turn out once every so often uh but yeah it's jeopardy's not, okay jeopardy is uh, the jeopardy that's always was, funny when they do celebrity. i think we jeopardy. talked about this a couple of weeks ago that but these guys are too youthful to remember when it started, and we 1975, and we said you had to be home at. That's yeah, right. Yes. You had to be yes. home at whatever at eleven ten thirty on Saturday nights. You had, even if even a gin drinker like me had to be home if possible at ten thirty on uh, to see a bag of glass or a uh, <laughs> bag of glass. That's what Monday night football was in oh, the early God, days. Yeah, yeah, you had to be was, home. It was uh, it was amazing. Now 
What, this week, because of the pandemic, we got three more games left, right? Two today and one tomorrow. <laughs> two today, no. yeah, two today and, and don't one forget about Thursday night football. And by the way, the Ravens, basically, if the NFL has to fit them with ventilators and run them out there to play, they're going to play the damn game, man. <laughs> they, did you see that they had, they said they had four strains of COVID in their locker room? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. How do you know one? I thought... I didn't know we had four. You strange. have it or you don't have it. What yeah, do you? I yeah. got the red one. We got, yeah. I got the purple one. The different, uh, you know. So we got. They have COVID nineteen, twenty, twenty one, and twenty two. <laughs> right, right. thirty now. <laughs> so, but uh, so, how many strains is this vaccine going to kill for us? That's what I want to know. I hope it gets all four. Yeah, I do too. I hope mm-hmm. it uh, does. I I get a kick out of. Is it true that like? 30 or 40 percent of the nation's populace doesn't right. trust them? Yes. Yes. What is wrong? And that's with worrisome. What is the wrong? New York Fire Department won't take it for some reason. Did you ever hear of smallpox, ladies and gentlemen? About measles. If you haven't heard of those things, there's a reason. It's called. We got a. When did we get our smallpox shot, Joe? When we were about five? Yeah. Or hey, everybody had that mark on their arm. Right? I've never had smallpox. Either have I. 70 years later, no smallpox. Still holding up. Thanks for the vaccine. I'm very happy for that vaccine. I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't. I took that rather than get smallpox three, four times and finally die. You know? How about polio? polio Thank you for that's that. That's another vaccine. one. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Smallpox, an infectious disease caused by okay, a virus. Uh, the last naturally occurring case was diagnosed in October 77, and the World Health Organization certified the global eradication of the disease in 1980. Thank you really? for vaccinations. Yes, yes. That's so go for it. But know? the problem is you do have a certain percentage of the populace that is anti-vaccination in general. Yes, I know. And those right. people are stupid. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. We do need, uh, you know, again, when we talked about it once on Garage Logic, we need a leprosy vaccine. Just we need to stop <laughs> leprosy and make sure all those people are the poor lepers. Wasn't there an yeah. island? Didn't you get Leper Island. Did yeah. we? Um, the bad tugboat. Did we Had the bad to, boat. When we were at the Catholic school and they were dunning us for our change. Yep. Would, were we helping the lepers? I oh, know, yeah. I know we were helping the... Uh, Here's my quarter. I mean... I, I know we were helping the pagan children. <laughs> yeah, we had to get the pagan too. children, those poor kids. Ruck and I did a leprosy bit one day, and I still find... Uh, can you find that ever, Ruck? That might have been the funniest. I think I still have it, it just on a le- CD. It's just le- uh, leprosy. You know, yeah. I still don't know if I'd visit Molokai, even though they've now turned it into a resort island. Yeah, that you know, that's where they used to hang out, leper. You know, and, and there might be st- there might be some bugs still hanging around. I don't know. We had good cartoon bubbles for that, and we kind of it came through on uh, Garage Logic. A guy named Baba Amte, a follower of Gandhi, <laughs> uh, whose dedication to helping lepers of India brought him the Templeton Prize and many other international awards, died Feb nine at his shelter for leprosy patients in the western India state of Maharashtra. Mm-hmm. He was 93. And the, the cause of death was age-related ailments, which I would imagine stands to reason, huh? Take 93. Amte, who was trained as a lawyer, turned from an early life of hunting, playing sports, driving fancy cars, and writing film reviews to working with the poor of his country. But his... Direction was irrevocably determined by an encounter with a destitute leper. Oh, wow. After that, he gave up his Wait. father's... 
I would imagine most were at that, would be at that point. Yeah, you know, maybe his life wouldn't have changed this way if he had met a really wealthy. Find a wealthy level. One while he's writing the movie. Right. What do you think? You know, Ambu. You know, there's. It seems to go hand in hand. Unfortunately, that you know, if you have leprosy, you tend to be a little short of cash. Cartoon bubble of the no. uh, the shelter built for the uh, no here we no. go now this is a good guy this guy did I know but I'm just yeah. seeing a a waiting room mm-hmm. of a lot of gauze yeah. <laughs> see now it might be peculiar to my upbringing yes. but uh, I we uh, lepers were always in my in our consciousness <laughs> right you know they only came up it usually during church at the Bible sure Not leprosy. Uh, but it was among the many, many uh, items of voodoo that was uh, tossed at our feet. Yes. Was the leprosy deal. Yeah, right. So and, yeah. Uh, and I always, you know, I saw the gauze and the, the bad cane. It was never fresh either. The, the gauze seemed to always... I saw dragging well, you as a kid, you get a cartoon bubble. Well, and you, you know, fun, but this is what was burned on my, you know, just the kind of the. <laughs> well, what I always wondered, I always wondered is, well, you know, it sounds bad. I got that. <laughs> it, it doesn't. I'm in, I'm in with the bad. I'm guy buy it. I'm here's my quarter. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. But I always wondered, well, why? And I'm serious now. Yes. I always wondered, well, why did the conditions of, maybe that's seriously now, in all seriousness, yeah. maybe that's what got to this guy. Because I always wondered, why did the conditions of treating the lepers have to be so bad? In other words, yeah. leprosy was always associated with a completely run-down hunt. <laughs> I don't think you're speaking out of school. I, I, the majority I, of us raised in America. God are, forgive me. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, what you're laughing at is that your own cartoon bubble as a child that has stuck with you as a. That's it. It has. It has not changed. No. From got planted. You stick your head out. Ask height because he was raised the same way. <laughs> you know you. It. It was among the many. You know. Hey. Look out! You know there's leprosy. Good, yeah. And that was always that. That was bad. That the lepers were always associated. with... Well, you know what? Uh, hats off to this fellow. He uh, apparently turned away from his father's huge estate, and dedicated himself to the service of lepers. To the end of his life, he worked, marched, and protested for better treatment right. for them and the rest. Wait, wait, wait! Keep it, keep it going. Powerful. Yeah. It gets. In addition to the Templeton Prize, which he won in ninth. Here it comes. I oh, saw an extra bucket of fingertips. <laughs> you two are awful. Oh God, it was terrible. And the janitor cleaning out the end of the clinic. Okay. Oh, you leopard. <laughs> the janitor's got. You can pick up the finger. 
wait, wait for the island. <laughs> oh. God. I'm going to go straight to hell. No, yes. I'm not. Even yes, you are. That was no, I'm not worried about you. I said oh, I am. Oh. I don't care where you go. <laughs> I was Mary Helen Bible was through the lepers. Mary yeah, we Helen got was well, you, the you're seeing oh, have yeah. a Bible connection. That's the only thing I'm seeing Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm seeing Hawaii thatched hut rundown. Bad. You're where they put them all? They put yes, them all. I, honest Island. to God, what did they do? Why? I saw a lot of downtime on Leper Island. <laughs> it was, you know, it was like you took the bad fairy. <laughs> Are we almost done? Who's yeah. the... Uh, yeah. I'm seeing Marty Feldman. He <laughs> <laughs> had the crummy fairy that had, like, tires attached. To the <laughs> you are going to hell, Susan. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's My God. That, but let's hey. hear leprosy. Oh, and what? What? Is that a virus? What is it? Yes. That started as a virus. I believe so. Was that a yeah. global pandemic? Did we, get, did we get a vaccine for that or what? I don't know. Uh, here, I'll go to the Google. Leprosy yeah. definition facts everything you need to know. Okay. Well, Brooks got it right there. <laughs> um, it was also known as Hansen's disease, a chronic infectious disease caused yeah. by whatever. A <laughs> Mycobacterium <laughs> leprae. So the it was disease, bacterial. It was yeah. bacterial. Okay, it affects the skin, you. the upper respiratory tract, and the eyes. I'm sure it wasn't pleasant. No. no it doesn't no, sound that way. It was not. It was not. I no, think I. Like I think after it progresses to a point, I would have found myself a bridge. But uh, yeah, you know, right. And uh, Mendota Bridge. That's why they built that Mendota Bridge, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're over it now, though, Rook. Yeah, uh, say, yeah. They said in 1980 that they declared it. No, no that, that was smallpox. Was, uh, smallpox. Oh, smallpox. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's because yeah. of all those quarters that were donated. They got. Uh, I can still see the can that the nun passed around. You had to put your quarter in. <laughs> you think the nuns? You know, like you think the nuns would, you know, sit around after dinner the night before and say. What can we torment those little bastards with tomorrow? Yeah. What can we what can we guilt those? Let's come up with an illness. Smart Alex, they won't listen to orders. We got to so Running around, what can we frighten them with? And then you get a little older, they can show you the syphilis uh, video. Oh, yeah, with, you yeah. know with oh, the. My God. Uh, you know, show you pictures of Al Capone when he was dying oh. or some damn thing. Yeah. Oh. Unreal. Yeah. It was, that was, uh, when did that tasteless uh, bit uh, 10 years ago? When we Probably. Were, when we were really good. <laughs> yeah, That's when we were days. really good. Well, it has to be more than that because Angie's on there. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, God. That's oh, a while man. ago. What happened to her? How many kids does she have? I uh, ran into her. Two or three? Two, yeah, I think. I think she's on number three. I ran into her a couple months ago. She lives out my way, so I think we ran into each other at out Target. Out booties? Does yep. she have a husband that's supporting her, or does she have to work? No, she, well, he, she does have a job, but uh, yeah, she and Rich have been married for a couple of years now. Yeah, I always say that... Uh, I always those young uh, those younger women that I got to know a little bit working in the Star Tribune in here marry somebody with money don't <laughs> marry I, we yep. had this we had this good looking chick who was uh, at the paper who was working as a clerk and she's engaged I said what's he do 
She's social worker. No. I said, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Dump on. him. Well, Pat, look at uh, the chick Mark Dayton's marrying. She's, she's marrying some money. Yes, that's a good decision. She yeah. looks uh, considerably younger than the governor, is she? Uh, about 41 years younger. Yes. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. well. <laughs> which me- which means, as uh, uh, Kelsey pointed out earlier in the show, that Reaver's second wife is out there, but she's currently two years old. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh... I, I kind of miss Mark, don't you? Uh, no, not uh, no, because really. I mean, he was his his speeches during the pandemic would have been fantastic. Oh God, <laughs> Lord, <laughs> that would have been very ner- I would have been nervous to see what's coming out. Right, it would have been uh, it. Uh, it would have been uh, would have been very um, interesting. And she has two beautiful children. Two. Okay, I'm two. sorry. Okay, good. Uh, Patrick, this is just breaking. Are you aware of the news regarding Major League Baseball umpire Brian Onora? What was he doing, gambling? Oh, no, much worse. Uh, He apparently has been arrested along with 14 other people in an online sex trafficking uh, sting. Oh, no. uh, Let me see if I can find the details. I didn't think he was a very good umpire. 57-year-old Brian Onora is a Major League Baseball umpire who's lived at his Austin home since 2003. Uh, he's worked in the league since 1992. Holy cow! So what? So they're uh, they're importing uh, ladies from other countries. A or reverse prostitution sting on Sunday netted 14 suspects accused of trying to buy sex on the internet. One of oh, whom really? is a professional so, sports involved. Uh, so official. he was just a customer, not uh, not the guy setting That's it up. That's what um, it looks a like. A participant. That's okay. what it oh, looks okay. like. Well, we'll see how strong that baseball umpires union wow. is now, won't we? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Holy man! Holy wow. cow! You know, that's uh, that's that's unfortunate. I gotta go. Hey. He's, he's out. All right. It was uh, nice talking to you, sir, and I'm I'm glad to see you were classy on the subjects of of, of fatal diseases. <laughs> so, all right. No, we we it it we didn't listen to the whole thing. It, we, we we got better. You decided we, we you're know. anti-leprosy, as I always say to meat sauce, yep. my friend meat sauce. Are you still anti-necrophilia, like I heard you on there? That when uh, one of the first times I ever heard him, he and his buddy were there was a woman passed out on a on a sidewalk, okay. and this guy was having sex with her, and his excuse was he thought she was dead. Oh, and uh, what did meat and, sauce come and in meat with? sauce and his partner both agreed it doesn't make any difference. Doesn't make any difference. <laughs> Thank God, anti-necrophilia. That's a good so, stance. To I take. would hope so. I yes. would hope so. All right. All right. See you. Goodbye. Here's your guy, Mr. Money Talk. Here is Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Woo! Hey, it's Reavers here for Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. Do you know what you own? Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold's clients know what they own. He has found that most people he meets with don't know. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. There are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. Know what you own. Trust is often overused and even harder to find. Please take it from me. You can trust Josh. Give him a call right now at 9 952-925-5608. There, you will get a free 48-minute consultation with some sound advice. He's never going to give you sugar-coated advice. And stick around for later today. At the end of Garage Logic, Josh has some great tips. 
especially as they relate to fossil fuels in the upcoming months here, and especially at the end of 2020. Give Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold a call today. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, My sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.